Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. I recently saw a cartoon where a person asked a dog what it was called, and the dog said, My name is No No Bad Dog, what's yours? Although it's a joke, it shows that sometimes word repetition lacks meaning or is misunderstood. Listen to this episode about word and phrase repetition, which is sometimes called echolalia. Echolalia is the repetition or echoing of words or sounds. The speaker may or may not understand the meaning of the words. They may be processing the sound. It's also said to be a defining symptom of autism. It's considered to be a normal part of language development up until about age two and a half to three. Children learn inflection as well as words and copy or imitate what they hear as they learn to talk. Children don't always understand the words they imitate. I know of a two-year-old child who could sing a rather sophisticated song by memory, but didn't really know what it was about. Some scientists say that an autistic person's use of echolalia beyond three years of age is abnormal, while others say it's just a different way to develop language skills. Besides autism, there are a variety of causes of echolalia, including Tourette's, visual impairment, schizophrenia, head injury or trauma, stroke, dementia, and others. To test for it, a therapist observes, listens to the person talk, and gets to know their personality and habits. There are treatments for children whose echolalia interferes with life or communication or causes anxiety and stress. I've read relationship advice that says, in order to connect with others, you should repeat the last three words of the sentence they just spoke. Doing so can help the other person feel like they're being heard. How is that different from echolalia? I'm not sure it's the same if it's a conscious decision to repeat another person's words. Psychologists maintain that repeating words that someone just said is a classic autism sign. I've nearly always heard phrases in films and television that I particularly like. It might be due to their cleverness, the way the words are phrased, the knowledge required to say the words, such as quoting something from history, or a quote from a poem, or simply a choice of words. One word that's popular and probably overused right now is sycophant. I certainly hear it often. It's an example of using a sophisticated word to describe something relatively simple, If it's said over and over, a word becomes common and may even lose its original meaning. I try to learn words and phrases so I can use them at an opportune moment. I want to feel sophisticated, not out of ego. It's because it felt amazing when I first heard it. I've been hearing Brits use the word brilliant, which to me is more expressive than amazing because the latter tends to be overused in the U.S. Lately, I'm saying brilliant more often. When I was a child, I didn't repeat words, phrases, or questions. My speech was not delayed. I don't always realize I'm repeating words I just heard until later. 
It may not be intentional. I know I have deficits with short-term memory. I'm hoping that repetition will make the information stick. From my experience, echolalia can serve two functions. One is an immediate type of echolalia for information processing, to understand the meaning or significance of the words. The other is a delayed echolalia, which is the repeating of things from films, books, or conversations. It seems to happen more frequently as I get older. I sometimes repeat a word to myself after I hear it in a movie. I picture a future conversation where I would use the same inflection and pronunciation. As autistics, many of us repeat song lyrics, and when asked, we say that we are trying to learn the words. I have to repeat a song many times before I can memorize it. When repeating words feels good, it might be stimming. Repeating phrases can be a normal part of adult speech that doesn't rise to the level of echolalia. In the U.S., we say, hi, how are you? And answer, fine, how are you? Automatically and without thinking. It doesn't really have any meaning. Just like, have a nice day. One listener told me that in his country, if someone asks you how you are, they genuinely want to know. So there are cultural differences. What about positive affirmations? Are they a form of echolalia? Are autistics more drawn to them than non-autistics? Affirmations cause our brain to focus on something positive. It's believed that if we repeat them enough times, we can change our attitude. Some say we might draw more positive experiences into our lives. There are many questions about how echolalia is explained and defined. The focus of research has been on children and the relationship to language development. I can see that echolalia is a trait in some autistics. Why it's pathologized is unclear. It seems to me it's just another way we can learn and enjoy language. I'm on Twitter at anautisticwoman, or you can email me at info at theautisticwoman.com. You can support the podcast by subscribing and liking, tweeting, rating, reviewing and telling your friends, and becoming a patron on Patreon. I'll put links in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm the autistic woman, Slavo Ukraine.